Blog Talk Radio. Again, we bring you Zombie Road. We hope that it brings a need for knowing about ghosts. With these timeless tales, one should never be without entertainment. But look herein. Episode 456, Timeless Tales of Hoodoo. Zombie Road continues live on The Real Hoodoo. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily those of this broadcast facility, its management, staff, nor its sponsors, live. From Chicago, the crossroads of America, Papa Say. Papa Say is a highly acclaimed Hoodoo practitioner and fourth-generation seer with over 50 years' experience in the spiritual path. Boasting a worldwide clientele from various age, education, economic and ethnic groups. Papa Say shares a vast wealth of knowledge with those who have both the desire to learn and will to do what it takes to control the many problems in life. Celebrities and regular persons alike use these same things offered in these broadcasts and now experience true happiness and peace of mind that comes when your problems are finally solved. Papa Say uses the secret knowledge taught to him by his parents and ancestors along with practical knowledge from the Evo in West Africa, the Seminole in the swamps of Florida and the old Hadoo root workers of Louisiana. Along with his formal education in theology, Anthropology and parapsychology brings holistic dimension that touches you, spirit, mind and body. And now your host, Papa Say. God bless all my father's children, here, there, and everywhere. Bonsoir, and welcome to the only genuine, real hoodoo broadcast on the airwaves. This is your host, Monsieur Jean-Leon Devereaux officially known to many as Bayou John, the Swamp Wizard, Papa Say, and your hoodoo daddy, promising to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Let me say that I love you, and you, and even you, and it makes no difference what you think of me, but it does make a difference. What I think of you, I can allow hatred, jealousy, prejudice, religion, or greed to be a part of me, for I know and I want you to know that the real hoodoo brings light, love, and life to the world. God bless you, my family. God bless you, my children, wherever you are, just the way you are. And whoever you are. Yes, sir. Now, today we have time to tell the hoodoo. And the zombie road is not through yet. So we're going to continue it. We're going to get through the zombie road. Because I have to teach you something. Yes, that's right. I have to teach you something. Tonight, I have something to teach you. Now, again... We bring this zombie road. Yes, we do. We hope that it begins or brings the need for hearing about ghosts. Well, why ghosts, you say? Because ghosts are something which are a part of 
living. Yes, they are. They are part of living. When people die, they become ghosts. And ghosts are nothing more than people that die. So, we believe, well, with hoodoo, ghosts are definitely part of the, part of the story. They should all, you know, always be be heard about, thought about, or used. So, ghosts are something which we have to talk about. You got that? They are something that we have to talk about. No need to be scared. No need to be afraid. This is just reality. Ghosts are a part of our continued existence. And we must know about ghosts. We have to know about ghosts in order to continue here on this planet. Now if you want to hear about it or or you have something you, you, you or you have something you'd like to say, you can call us at six one nine nine two four nine eight zero one six one nine nine two four nine eight zero one now that number again is six one nine nine two four nine eight zero one okay now this broadcast is something that is brought to you by almighty God himself because he keeps this program on the air that's right almighty God does almighty God supplies everything the words we speak, he supplies. The teaching that I give, he supplies. Everything about this this broadcast, God gives it to us. Yeah, he does. And it's up to you. It's up to you and every one of you to use your mind and to be, how can I, how, how can I put it? Somewhat accepting of it. Yeah, accepting of it. Because it came from God himself. Yes, it did. It came from God himself. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. There are many programs on. And many talk about hoodoo, but none are like this. No, no, ain't none like this. They do not talk about hoodoo like it's something, something to be used, something to behold. They treat hoodoo like a, well, like a prom. 
It's just a problem. It's something you go and look at. And when you're through with it, that's it. Hoodoo is life to us. It's energy to us. It's whatever it's supposed to be. Because God gave it. They don't even believe in God. They do not believe in God. But you know what? We do. We do. And we do it. Why? Because old hoodoo tells us to believe in God. Well, when does it tell us that? When it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, which is the first rule of hoodoo. The first rule of hoodoo, God created the heavens and the earth. There is no other way. You must have God in your hoodoo, or else you ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing at all if you don't have no God in it. Now, i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to have a commercial, then we'll have a song, and then, Time must tell the hoodoo. Okay? Now, don't nobody go away. Don't go away. Don't Do not be far. Because we will be right back. When you're in need, be sure to use Papa Say. Papa Say is a fourth-generation seer and an all-around hoodoo root doctor. Papa Say is that surefire person for getting whatever done to make your situation better. Papa Say can help you with everything from success and love to a continuous flow of money. Papa Say can remove that evil eye that's destroying your life and your future. Papa Say helps women get and keep their man and kids off the street, off of drugs, and out of jail. Papa Say doesn't use a tarot or a crystal ball. He uses an ordinary deck of playing cards, a time-honored method used by all real hoodoos. Papa Say can look through muddy water and spot dry land. He's not an ordinary reader or psychic. He's your holy spiritual advisor. You need him? Call him at 1-800-ASK-KEEN. That's 1-800-ASK-KEEN. And ask for extension 055-9865. That's 055-9865. 1-800-ASK-KEEN. Extension 055-9865. Remember, there's only one real hoodoo and only one Papa Say.
to know who do then get alone that's right all alone take a notebook with you and a pencil too sit back and stay alert we want you to be fully aware of what's going to happen <laughs> these are the true and trustworthy Timeless Tales of Hoodoo. <laughs> Many of the people that I've talked with about the strange happenings here speak of unsettling feelings and the sensation of being watched. While we could certainly dismiss this as nothing more than a case of the, the creeps, that overwhelming near panic that I describe is it becomes harder to dismiss when combined with eerie sounds, inexplainable noises, and even the disembodied footsteps that no one seems able to trace to their source. Many have spoken of being followed as they walk along the trail, as though someone is keeping with them, just in ed, at the edge of the woods. Strangely enough, though, no one is ever seen. In addition, it is not uncommon for visitors to also report 
the shapes and shadows of presences in the woods too. On many occasions, these shapes have been mistaken for actual people until a hiker goes to confront them and finds that there is that there is no one there. It's possible that the violence and bloodshed that occurred here during the Civil War has left its mark behind on this site, as it has on so many other locations across the country. Now, visitors to Lala Ford World today will often end their journey at the Merrimack River, and the area here has also played a part in the legends and tales of Zombie Road. It was here at Yeatman Junction that one of the first large-scale gravel operations on the Merrimack River began. Gravel was taken from the banks of Merrimack and moved on rail cars to St. Louis. The first record of this operation is in the mid-1850s. Later steam dredges were used to be supported or supplanted by diesel or gasoline dredges in extracting gravel from the channel and from the artificial lakes dug into the south bank. This continued apparently without interruption until the 1970s. The gravel quarries are were used until the demise of the gravel operation in the 1970s. The last railroad tracks were removed from around Glencoe when the spur line to the gravel spit was taken out. Some have cited the railroads as the source of some of the hauntings along Zombie Road. In addition to the wandering spirit that is believed to be Della McCall, it is possible that some other restless ghosts may be those accidents, those of accidents, victims along the line. Sharp bends in the tracks at Glencoe where the site of frequent derailments and were later reconciled or recalled by local residents. The Carr family had a number of photographs in their collection of these deadly accidents. It finally got so bad that service was discontinued on around the bend of the river. It had been speculated that victims, that perhaps, excuse me, it has been speculated that perhaps the victims of the train accident may still be lingering here and might explain how the area got such a reputation for tragedy and ghostly haunts. Many visitors also claim to have had strange experiences near the old shacks and ramshackle homes located along the beach area in and at the end of the trail. One of the long-standing legends of the place mentioned the ghost of an old woman who screamed to people 
from doorways of one of the old houses. However, upon investigation, the old woman is never there. The houses here date back to about 1900, when the area around Glencoe served as a resort community. The Merrimack River Clubhouse era lasted until about 1945. Many of the cottages were then converted to year-round residences, but others were simply left to decay and deteriorate in the woods. This is the origin of the old houses that are located off Zombie Road. But it did not explain the ghostly old woman and the other apparitions that have been encountered here. Could they be former residents of days gone by? Perhaps this haunting on the old roadway has nothing to do with the violence and death of the past, but rather with the happiness of it instead. Perhaps some of these former residents return to their cottages after death because the resort homes were places where they knew peace and contentious contentment in life. When I first began researching the history and hauntings of Lawler Ford were Road, I had to confess that I started with the idea that Zombie Road was little more than an urban legend created from the vivid imaginations of several generations of teenagers. I never expected to discover the dark history of violence and death in the region or anything that might substantiate the tales of ghosts and supernatural occurrences along this wooded road. It was easy to find people who believed in the legends of Zombie Road, but I never expected to be one of those who came to be convinced. As time has passed, I have learned that there is more to this spooky place than first meets the eye, and that it goes beyond mere air legends linked to old lovers' lanes. For those who doubt that ghosts can be found along Zombie Road, I encourage them to spend just one evening there along the dark path and under the looming trees, and you just might find that your mind has been changed. As the famous quote from the haunting state, the supernatural isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen. And I believe that it happens along Zombie Road. Well, sort of person. Copyright 2003 by Troy Taylor from the book Out of the Past, The Campfire Light by Troy Taylor.
Well, well, what do you think of that? What do you think of that? Okay, now I have something to teach you. I have something that I want you to learn. Yeah, learn it tonight. Learn it and learn it deeply because it is the truth. Yes, it is. This is something which you will need. Now, there is the spiritual church or the spiritual institution, whatever you want to call it. Now, this institution began in the 19, oh, 1910s by a man named Bishop Boswell, B-O-S-W-E-L-L. And where was he? He was in Kansas City, Missouri. Bishop L.L. Boswell from Kansas City, Missouri. And when this church started, when it started, it became a boom. Many people joined it. Many people became members of or flocked to it. So much so that it became so big that a national institution started from this church. Now, this church had four pillars. Four. One, two, three, four. And they were preaching, teaching, healing, and prophecy. Preaching, teaching, healing, and prophecy. Preaching was just giving the Bible. The Bible, just like it was. It was the Bible. But teaching invoked, well, certain aspects of spiritual teaching which people didn't know, such as, oh, well, ghosts, yeah, ghosts, EVPs, well, it wasn't, it weren't any EVPs then, but Speaking to ghosts, certain seances, and things like that. That teaching, that teaching came from the spiritualist movement. It wasn't the spiritualist movement. It came from the spiritualist movement. All right, then it was healing. And what's healing? Making the sick well. That's all it's to it, making the sick well. People, people could see when a person was sick. 
Known sick. Known infirmary. A person known on a bed of affliction. They could see it. They could see when that person was healed. When that person began to walk. Because now, now remember, there wasn't any polio vaccine. No, there wasn't. There was no polio vaccine. There was no, there were no type of vaccines for uh, syphilis and gonorrhea either. In fact, in those days, when somebody became sick, he was just sick. So you know that people did not play around with healing. That was something which every individual knew. They knew when he was well, and they knew when he was sick. Well, some of the healing was conducted by roots and herbs. Roots and herbs. And that is where we get the term root doctor or root worker because roots and herbs you know well also the the term herbalist but roots and herbs were the things which were used for healing and then there was prophecy there was prophecy and prophecy was something of a gregarious nature. It was something that happened. A person was told something took place. And you know what? It did. I was just talking to a young woman today. And she told me she went to the church in uh, 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 oh, I forgot the name. He <laughs> did his church in uh, in uh, oh, I forgot it. But that it, the woman there, woman there, had told her that she was pregnant and that she was going to have a girl. And the thing about it, she didn't know nothing about that. That blew her mind. She said, you know, she had a friend with her, and the friend asked her, are you pregnant? Kansas City, she was. They asked her, are you pregnant? And she said, no, I didn't know. No, I'm not pregnant. And the woman said, you are pregnant, and you're going to have a girl. You're going to have a girl. And she went home and forgot about it. Well, glory behold, some weeks later, she winds up pregnant. Yes, she was pregnant. It had totally blew her mind. She was pregnant. Went to the doctor and everything, and she was pregnant. And when they did the ultrasound, the doctor asked her, 
What kind of baby do you want? And she said, I just want a healthy baby. And the and they told her, well, that's good because you're going to have a healthy girl. A girl? Oh, Lord. And then her mind went back to that woman who prophesied to her that she was going to have a girl. You see, prophecy... Prophecy was enacted at that moment. The woman knew by Almighty God that she would have a girl, and the girl would be a baby, a strong baby. Glory be to God. That is prophecy. Knowing something is going to happen, and there is no, no conscious or present way you could know it. That is prophecy. Now, the spiritual church, or spiritual institution, whatever you want to call it, grew up with these four. Preaching, teaching, healing, and prophecy. Remember that. Preaching, teaching, Healing and prophecy. And you know what? Those spiritual churches have continued to grow to this day. Yeah, they are continuing to grow. Every one of the churches became very big, very big institutions. Here in Chicago, there was one. The first church of deliverance, which was a part of the group which L.L. Boswell started. This church has thousands of members. Thousands of them. And it had thousands before the whole mega church movement. Because, you know, they got that now, mega churches, just big old churches. Well, it had make, it had a mega membership years, years before these did. In the 30s and the 40s, they had mega memberships. Now, these churches became a light. I'm telling you something now. They became a light to individuals that needed to know about God and what? God's spiritual ways. Spiritual way of God. Now, you might be in a church right now. You might be a member of a church right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But does your church have preaching? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got something popular. Okay. Does it have teaching where you learn about the Bible in the spiritual way? No, we don't have that. Healing. Does it have healing? 
where people come forward and are healed by the power of Almighty God. But above that, does it have prophecy? Does it have prophecy? Are there people being prophesied to, being told what thus says the Lord? Well, you got to ask yourself that question. You got to ask yourself that question. Well, where are you? In, I'm telling you, in the cities of the United States, there are spiritual churches all around. Some big or some small becoming big. The spiritual church can help a person. It can help you, baby. It can help you. Yes, it can. It can take you out of the stuff you're in and lift you up to heights unknown. you be higher than anybody could ever, ever think. Because the spiritual church will see to it that you are better off. And what does the spiritual church look for? Oh, now that is very, very poignant. What does it look for? It looks for four things. One, supernatural wealth. Supernatural wealth. The wealth you receive from Almighty God is wealth from a supernatural source. Wealth from God. Two, supernatural success. It is everything is going right for you. It is the success which comes from whom? From God. From God. There is no human human person in there. It comes directly from God. And the third thing, what else? Supernatural love. That is love. That's love that you don't know anything about. Anything. You have the love of Almighty God. And plus, you have the love of his fellow creatures. And then on top of that, you have supernatural good fortune. Supernatural, not just fortune, but good fortune. No supernatural fortune, but supernatural good fortune. Everything goes right. Everything goes right. That is supernatural good fortune. That is the supernatural law of Almighty God. And that and it's what? That you will have wealth, success, love, and a good fortune in your life. 
Now, that is what everybody, everybody has a portion of it, but doesn't know it. No, they don't know it. They have a portion of it, but don't know it. And why is that? They don't, they don't know it because they don't want to know it. They think the worst of, it, of themselves. They don't know or they forget that they are God's children. And so when it comes, they feel bad. They do bad. They don't know that everything is all right. But this supernatural wealth, supernatural success, supernatural love, and supernatural good fortune is a gift given to everybody, to every person. What do you have to do? do? What do you have to do to get it? Well, I tell you, it's simple. It is walk in it. Walk in it. You don't have to be poor. Don't be poor. Walk in wealth. You don't have to be a failure. Walk in supernatural success where everything works out. You don't have to be a person who's hated, who's not liked, who who's disloved. You don't have to be you don't have to be that. You can be a person who is supernaturally loved by everyone around them. And you do not have to be a person where things are falling apart. Nothing is working. Everything is bad. No, you have supernatural good fortune. Good fortune. That means that everything you do that happens to you is good. It's good to you. It is good for you. It is yours. You have it. Now, the spiritual church, the spiritual church set up, set up the means by which you can get these four things. Yes, it did. Preaching, teaching, healing, and prophecy is how you get them. If you don't have them, well, because you got them, you got them already. If you don't have them or feel like you don't have them, then you need teaching. You need preaching. You need healing. And you need prophecy. That is how you find out about them. With the four things, the four pillars. The four pillars, good God Almighty, the four pillars teach you. Preaching, teaching, healing, and prophecy. If you got those things, you will get 
you will get something out of life. You will. No more weeping. No more wailing. No more hunger. No more goodbye. No more nothing wrong. No more failure. Because you have the four blessings. You have them. Those things are yours to remain yours forever. It doesn't matter what anybody says. Those things are yours forever. No matter what a person may do, those things look to you and you look to them, which makes them, makes them part of what? Of your living. They do so much for you that it's amazing how they do it. It's all amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing how the Lord provides. It's amazing. It's amazing how the Lord provides. It's amazing. It's amazing how the Lord It's amazing, it's amazing how the Lord is and it's always when I'm tired, when I'm thirsty, when I'm thirsty, He gives me what I've tried Him, and I know He wants to know. You can call Him, you can call Him. If you're hungry, if you're hungry, I know I he'll feed you. He's always, he's always come to wipe the tears, to wipe the tears from my weeping eyes. It's amazing, it's amazing how the Lord I'm in danger. I know he's He's waiting right there. And I know he's here. Consolator. Whenever I'm hurt, come to keep up. When I'm feeling worried, he's a friend. Just amazing, how the Lord and He's always outside. 
on the road, just wishing that you would do what God says. Just come to him. That's all he wants. It's just you. You by yourself. You by yourself. And if you would listen to this message, you want to listen to it? You can. Yes, you can. On Libsyn, on Stitcher, on iHeartRadio, on in, in, uh, iTunes, and on, you know, just so many other. Buzzhard Radio. Just listen to this recording again. Because now all of our, all of our record, all of our, our news is definitely, is definitely new. Yes, it's, it hasn't been done before, but you can listen to this again at your leisure. So God will, God will, you will be one of his greatest. You will be one of his greatest. So God will keep you. God bless you. God, God, excuse me, God open the doors for you and keep you his. And the most of all is that all that God does is for you. Now, goodbye and God bless you. But most of all, I have to tell you, is goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on the preceding program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily those of this broadcast facility, its management, staff, nor its sponsors. Thanks to everyone in our entire audience for listening to this broadcast of Papa Say here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host for this broadcast was Papa Say. Chatroom supervision provided by BT Destiny. The executive producer was George Carr. The broadcast director was, James Best. On-air announcers were, Myron Bast and Dorothy Knight. On-air announcer for Spanish was, Diego Montoya. On-air announcer for French was, Michel LeBlanc. Telephone screening provided by, Nicole Lofton. Music recording and engineering provided by, JT's Cop Database Engineering. The music heard on this program is under license by ASCAP and BMI. On-air engineering and recording for post-program archive provided by Blog Talk Radio, a corporation licensed by the State of New York with corporate offices in New Jersey. A recording of this and other broadcasts can be downloaded at www.blogtalkradio.com slash This program has been brought to you by Big Gator Productions, which is solely responsible for its content. Remember to tune in next week at the same time for Papa Say here on Blog Talk Radio.